Welcome to Fun Point. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me is the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. Cross my wires there, so I said nothing. It's phase two, baby. Uh, Let's go. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Howdy. Hey. Phase two, huh? Phase two, well, huh? see you later. <laughs> uh, people have been asking, what is phase two? <laughs> and I, I feel like I, I came up with my interpretation of it for me, but what's your um, idea of Fun Point phase two? I mean, it's it's in Congress with sort of the rest of the other Phase 2 going on in the mm-hmm. universe. My Phase 2 is where it's you have fun and you be yourself. And, you know, you spent a lot of, if you're me, you spent a lot of Phase 1 talking about this album was, this is Born Ruffians, Red, Yellow, and Blue. It's not a particularly interesting album to riff on, but I sure did like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is, I'm focusing a little bit more on Rift City. Okay. Uh, so the way I thought of it was you were just going to torture me for the rest of the runtime of the podcast. Um, yeah, but, but fa- my, my, phase three is going to be like where I pick like what what I think your favorite albums are without asking you. <laughs> phase, how I'm going to tackle phase two every once in a while is I'm going to pick something. As, as we'll see, this is a, a foreshadowing for the end of... Or or I could just go nutty on you. I haven't decided which one yet. Um, I'm going to pick albums that, like, you know, you know, you see artists and you say, "Oh, I know them," but I've never listened to them. Yeah, like that's my phase too. Kind of like how I was with Mitski. Exactly. That's why I'm I'm bringing it around town to uh, Mitski. What we're talking about today: "Bury Me at Makeout Creek." I believe this was Patreon user Walt. Thank you. Thank you, Walt. Um, And I will say, you know the. The the trick of the um, Varus's thinking chess mm-hmm. step is mm-hmm. you don't if I if I hit you with like Aaron's party come get it every week you're gonna come mm-hmm. to expect it so in phase two I'm gonna hit you with like some albums that are simply nice with it before I also hit you with some albums that are simply nutty with it you never know so it's it's Brooks's tr- so so you're gonna hit me before you give me. Uh, just as an example of a good album, Bury Me at Makeout Creek, you're going to hit me with a, like, now that's what I call Music 14. I think that would be fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's just see who gets the most mad, and then uh, whoever, someone, we can have someone uh, keep keep track of stats. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll see who wins phase two. <laughs> <laughs> who makes their opponent make the most decibel sounds. <laughs> oh, it seems your uh, podcast co-host has made you uh, tricked and perplexed. Would you like to quit the podcast? Bro, that shit made me so mad. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, would you like to, to tell? <laughs> yeah, so I've been... So you know Fun Point uh, hosts. We're jocks now. We're gamer jocks. We do jock-style jock style tactical gaming. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so they have this mode called Ultimate Team where it's like, oh, you can you can pick all of your favorite characters if you spend 50 American dollars to like mm-hmm. buy Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Um so I was like that sounds fun and I went online with like my default team and mm-hmm. um I went against a team that had a 99 overall rating. Um but you can. And by yeah. the end of the first quarter they had scored three touchdowns on me, which for those of you who don't know much about American <laughs> football, it's a lot of touchdowns for <laughs> one quarter. 
If you fuck up extremely badly, that's at least 18 points. <laughs> yeah, so so I got this uh, sort of uh, menu screen <laughs> that says, Tough game? We've noticed that you're are having a tough game. Seems like yep. we have matched you with an, an opponent above your skill range. Do you wish to concede early? Great job. And Ian. then the game froze and it didn't let me pick either one. I'm not kidding. <laughs> So that's, it felt the uh, dual shock felt you gripping this the station yeah. and decided to shut down. Yeah, I said I'm gonna go get an ugly style PS5 controller instead of this one with haptic mm-hmm. feedback. I'm so mad. I'm gonna go listen to Mitsuki to calm down. I think that uh, I decided the PS5 looks good. I think I no. I I recognize trolling for responses when I hear it. What? What's the? What's <laughs> nice. What's the problem? Please ignore how my face is contorting on Google Teams right now. I, I have the the very normal mask over my like the normal face, <laughs> the normal face, yeah, over my crying face because PS Five looks bad. Um, I'm talking about Mitsuki. Yeah. Uh, bury me at Makeout Creek. Didn't know this was Funny Simpsons. Funny Simpsons. Then I learned it when I did one cursory Google blast and found out mm-hmm. um first track on here is texas reznikov uh this takes i i forget you're gonna have to remind me of the specific song but this uh, t- uh like occupies the same space as your parasympathetic nervous system reacts sure oh the texas part <laughs> the, yeah because uh she says texas is the limelock state that's kind of the uh yeah, the big, the big idea in this one. So Mitski tricks you into like having this very sparse opening where it's like mm-hmm. it's it's singing about seasons, which is like a, a motif throughout the album, and then she hits you with Texas as a landlocked state. Which uh-huh. those of you, we have some listeners who are not from um, our beautiful states. Um, mm-hmm. It there's there's a famous Gulf <laughs> that Texas is right next to. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you click the genius, our first helpful genius annotation of the episode, um, Mitski knows that Texas is not by definition landlocked, but according to her, the line is an inside joke with the person the song was written about. I like the uh, the follow-up to it where it says, This annotation previously contained her tweet confirming this, but she has since deleted all social media. Yeah. Brave. I don't know if that's because Mitski was forced to retire because of terrible people, or she just had the good idea of doing that. Right. But... I, I'm sure, I'm sure it was a good idea, but also, like, I do, like, I, I believe this annotation, but also I do just think it's a funny way of covering up a lie. Like, covering yeah. up a mistake. Oh, it was a joke. Like, Kanye West being like, yeah, it was an inside joke when I said that the 300 people were Romans. That was, uh, yeah. that was, that was Kanye's joke. Don't, don't worry about it, Kanye's trick. Um, yeah, the first, like, 30 seconds of this song is what I thought the whole album was gonna be. Yeah, I thought this album was going to have no bass, no synth solos. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you get nasty, crunchy guitars coming, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. It is a little bit kinda, far kind of rocks with it. Uh-huh. Um, can I, I don't know if this is a uh, controversial statement uh, for our viewers, maybe. Be but I could probably go my entire life and never want to even look at Texas. Like there's nothing in that state that <laughs> that appeals to there me. Austin, is... yeah, cool. Never, nope, no thanks. <laughs> the one I've the one thing I've ever wanted to go to Texas for is to see the Daniel Johnston mural in 
uh, Austin, and that's just literally like a painting on the side of a building, and then I'm gonna do old Homer Simpson and turn 360 degrees around and leave. Uh-huh. And walk out, yeah. Um, yeah. I will say, so, this, like, this, this sort of, like, it managed to be evocative of the way that music often can be, if you think about it, because, like, mm-hmm. It's regard. It's talking about like Austin. You're the breeze in my Austin nights, which is like it's evocative regardless of place. Which mm-hmm. like because it brought me back to sort of like my hometown and made me like spiral into like googling my hometown for an entire night. This this album, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but also like my um, my child brain is still like oh I really wish she was singing about like my hometown instead. Yeah, oh man, why didn't I? Be, live in this place that someone's song is about. Yeah. I wish there were bands other than A Day to Remember that sang about my little hometown. That's it's it, The song is called, like, Brooks's Hometown, parentheses, Where He Lives. <laughs> it's really good! And it just starts with... Yeah, and it's this, this, the guy who is, uh, who does the screams on the album just starts screaming about how Dante Culpepper went to a high school that I lived in here. <laughs> Uh, can I, uh, hit you with some facts I just learned? Yeah, sure. It says this is from, the song's from, uh, a poet named Charles Reznikoff. Looked up that guy. Uh, the term objectivist was coined for him. Oh. So. Well. (laughs) I sure did think Texas Reznikoff was a gun. So Uh that's good to learn. Um, anyway, yeah. Hello, I am here. I have Texas Reznikoff. That was, um... (laughs) Ocelot's first, like, draft name. Yeah, that's right, Snake. That, that's like when Stone Cold got the sheet of names he could be. <laughs> like Ice McDagger. Yeah, you got, uh, Texas Reznikoff, you got Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> like, yes, the second one. Please. Anyway. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Also, great job having this album, great job, Mitsuki, having this album coming at, like, a cool half hour. Oh yeah, I love that. Allowed, allowed me for many listens just hearing it and staring at the wall because and looking out the window at my car. Mhm. Because that's where I used to listen to Fun Point. Yeah. I will say, like at first, like before I would really like sat with the album, I was finding mm-hmm. it kind of hard to get into at first because of like and this is like through no fault of the album, it's just sort of like the worldwide events. I like, yeah. it was hard when like Run the Jewels put out like a new album that's like yelling at the cops loudly for 45 minutes. It was really hard to like listen to anything else. But then I, I sat with this album and then my eyes started glowing and I was like, oh, it's actually very, very good. Not now, LP. I must listen to Mitski. Yeah. I'll, LP, I will be back to listen to you talk about being horny shortly, but mm. I have to go to Austin, Texas real quick. <laughs> the, the, the perfect way to, um, distract you from run the jewels if you look at this and it's a uh song by mitski featuring zach de la rocha and then you're (laughs) like okay that would be really good uh can we talk about townie it's fucking good let's yeah let's get into townie this is the the chorus is the first time where my eyes glowed during this album like yeah it's really catchy that was the first time i was patrick star leaning forward on my couch eyes glowing from the balcony if you if your hook can like stick with me in the two weeks that i have allotted for your album yeah that's that's like the you know how there's the like eddie uh wrestling star rating yeah where it's like if you do um Canadian Destroyer, that's one star. Like, if if you have at least one chorus that gets stuck in my head, that bumps you up. Yeah, and I think, like, I, two or three on this album, like, stuck with me throughout mm-hmm. the last two weeks. And mm-hmm. this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
can I tell you that this is an extremely stupid thing? It's not a complaint. It's just when I listen to, to medias and I hear stuff like this, it's like, oh, I'm not going to be what my daddy wants me to be. Uh-huh. I can't, can't relate. Can't relate. My dad is cool. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, whatever he wants. Yeah, he's great. He always <laughs> supports me. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it couldn't be me. Couldn't be. Couldn't, can't be me, Chief, but I respect it. Yeah, I respect the multiplicity of experience, but my dad's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I sent him a cool knife for Father's Day, so he's going to get that soon. Yeah. And he'll open it up and send me a text that's like, wow, son, you know I love technology, and this knife is the cutting edge. <laughs> uh-huh. He'll say some shit like that. Yeah, usually like, you send you. me a pulley or a lever or an inclined yeah. plane. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I've been watching, uh, I think, I don't know if I've talked about this on one of our shows before. We talk about a lot of stuff, but like, mm-hmm. I've been, um, I've been watching a lot of like coming of age teen style movies lately. Mm-hmm. And but this that's, is that mostly to pad out your, oh, yeah. So I, yeah, I was at like 960 letterboxed movies and I couldn't think of any more. So I decided that I would watch like a bad stand up special and like a 90 minute coming of age teen movie. Mm-hmm. Every night for a month, and then I, I got up to that. The number went up, and um, mm-hmm. I'm a cinemaphile now. Mm-hmm. But like, I've been wa- I watch fucking like Edge of Seventeen and fucking Lady Bird and a bunch of like a bunch of those, and like teens love needlessly self destructive imagery, and it takes you to a certain place. And the song does that too. And it was like, what of those movies you watched? Which one was your favorite? It was um, probably super bad. I thought Lady Bird was pretty good. It gave me it gave me mom feelings. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's pretty. It's a it's a movie where if you have an imperfect relationship with your mom, it uh mm-hmm. it shows you it. All right, I'll check that one out. Yeah. Um. Um. Edge of Seventeen was all right. It had the it had the girl from Bumblebee in it. Okay. <laughs> the girl that befriended Robot John Cena was in it. John Cena's a robot in that one. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a transformer because yeah, he transformed from a wrestler to an actor. Yeah, I, so. I, you know, I went into the movie Bumblebee thinking that Bumblebee, who's the famous transformer who doesn't talk and plays music, I thought that John Cena was going to be him. Yeah. And then he showed up and he said, I'm not mad that Nikki Bella is pregnant right now. And <laughs> I thought that was a weird opening line for him. Uh uh-huh. Mitski was fucking 24 when she put this out, and it made me really mad to find that out when I looked it up after uh, the song. That's kind of... Is there another song about, like, dying at 23 or, or retiring at 23 or something? Like, yeah, something up. like that. Can't be me. Yeah, sorry that, like, this podcast is going to become progressively more boomer as we go through the phases, because, like, we'll be listening to more people who put out, like, beautiful uh. works of art while I was like, sure is funny how Jon Snow, his tongue is going in there. Just any time now when someone asks me my age, I kind of have to, like, do a hard reboot for a second before yeah. I figure out what that number could be. Yeah, being, like, being like 11 was, like, the number one personality trait that I had. I had that shit on lock constantly. I was like, what's up? I'm 11. It's two numbers. It's great. Was and I really have six, to, like... Being a sixth grade teacher, if there's one thing I can tell you, it's that kids love telling you their age in half-year increments. Mm. And then arguing about who is older. Kids love to argue about who is older and who is taller. Like, you can just <laughs> see it. You can just look and find out. Kids are awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, like, when I was like on a Mitski spiral and I was like, damn, maybe I'll go and, like, maybe I'll be, a, like, a middle school teacher after I get out of academia because it's a bad place. And, like, I'll, I'll create cherished memories with, um, mm-hmm. with the youth of tomorrow. 
And then I woke up and I was like, what the fuck was I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving back there. Uh, can I focus in on one lyric in the song, please? Play? Absolutely. I'm, I'm holding my breath with the baseball bat. You're feeling like Gary Sheffield. Better make it hurt. <laughs> Better knock my body off the balcony in one shot. I'm the I'm the guy who came into this genius page who like through all of this like this like very good lyricism to be like but he wants a finale and I came prepared and being like I think that's a double entendre about putting out I'm definitely mm. that contributor. Just genius annotator sweating looking for anything that could be related to like <laughs> s- like smoking a drug or having an alcohol. Yeah. There's there's one line of text that isn't already grayed out and it's like all right, I can do I can find out something for this. Yeah, I will. Uh, the, the, this song title was actually edited to be, be, it was originally I Will Drink Beer, and then Mitski decided to change it for artistic purposes, but it's yeah. about uh, drinking beer. Thank you. <laughs> Seven downvotes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first Love slash Late Spring? Yeah. Can I, can I start uh, out with, you are the resident sort of English canon expert. The, the, sure. The, um, the metonymy genius. That's yeah, what I always default. call you. Uh-huh. Um, Assonance King. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like talking, uh, so according to the genius page, late spring, like, you know, like spring, it's evocative of like, you know, it's, growth it's, it's youth and rebirth. growth. And yeah. so this says that late spring, on the other hand, suggests the difficulties of the first love as the youth of spring transitions to the harsh, rea- harsh realities of summer. So I wanted to check in with you. Is summer bad? I thought it was good. Summer is good. Summer is when you, like, the only, you, it has to be winter then, if it's the bad season. Right. And it's not just Game of Thrones show books that that says that summer's good. I feel like that's a, like, fucking elegy guys in the 1200s were probably writing about how summer's good. If anything, like, late spring is like, oh, sick, summer soon. We're not going to have school. Yeah. I'm going to get in any other time in history I can like go to the beach in the pool. Yeah, who who could forget um the famous elegy schools out forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people seem to agree with this this read of the song. Yeah. But anyway. I mean, I I agree that it is a melancholy song for sure. But... Yeah, we, we could we could probably say that. I I'll, just, I'll like, give you that much. I've just never heard like summer be used in like a but maybe that's just because I'm teens problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't say for sure. Uh, let's see. Do you ever just cry like a tall child? Uh, yeah, I was, I was looking for that. Uh, no. <laughs> I, again, can't relate to that one. Yeah. Sometimes. I, w- I went uh, strictly from, like, small child to little man. That was, like, my character arc. Oh, uh, like the, the mid-2000s comedy movie? Haven't heard of that one. Little Man is that one? Yeah, and it's starring. Um, I I don't. It's it's a movie about a little person, and they treat him like a baby, if I remember correctly. Okay, not great. Put that yeah. one in your litter box. And, yeah, watch and Lady watch Bird. It. Watch Lady Bird instead, probably. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, what the fuck were we talking? Oh yeah, <laughs> we're talking <laughs> about Tall Girl Netflix. Oh, okay. No, not me again. Very unrelatable album for one that I enjoyed as much as I did. Yeah. But uh, that just shows you the, the the artistry involved. Yeah. 
Um, I really, you know, they call it a chorus for a reason, folks. And I really appreciate a choral style chorus where you get the verse. It's simply Mitski. She's hanging out by herself, crying like a tall child. And Mm -hmm. then all of her friends come in for a huge chorus. And then they all say, please hurry, leave me. I can't breathe. Please don't say you love me. And it sounds really good. That's what you need uh, credited as friends in the liner notes. Yeah. Uh, I would also, again, we have conflicting uh, fun point. Um, statements here because Mitski says wild women don't get the blues but uh, 200 years ago Gaslight Anthem said even cowgirls get the blues that's true so we gotta we have to find a neutral third party and I'm yeah. siding with Mitski on this one yeah pick <laughs> a side pick knows. a side fun point nation <laughs> yeah <laughs> of this scenario I just invented you have to pick a side <laughs> um, I'm gonna be a fun point centrist and listen to like Elect Your Heart instead <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> I will not. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's like, this This is, again, you said at the start, the funny, like, oh, we'll have a lot to riff on with, like, Aaron's party. With me, I feel like I'm just going to be going, like, this one's good. Like, <laughs> like I like this yeah. one. Ico, Ico, huh? This one's pretty good. Uh, yeah, not good. <laughs> I feel like even Ico are like, no, next. <laughs> Um, I really just, without going into any of the, like, material of it at all, I really just like naming a song Francis Forever. Yeah. It's very funny to me. (laughs) Uh, yeah, next song, Francis Forever. That's, that seems like, um, you, you have, like, two people, like, one person is on, like, one of those old-timey, like, over, breaker, one-niner radios. And he's like the last words and you hear Francis forever and you're like, wait, did that guy just say fucking Francis forever? <laughs> wait, that that can't be. Yeah, it seems okay. like sort of a semper funny situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um Francis Forever. Again, we have autumn in this one. So with summer pass okay. I'm trying maybe we need the whole um like we have to take the the whole of the album before we can yeah. fully put the the late spring metaphor yeah. to rest we know that this directly succeeds late spring and moves past summer into the autumn early winter of jobless monday according mm. to according to the one helpful genius page we've ever had yeah thank you so much yeah um so let's see so autumn comes when you're not done not yet done with the summer passing by okay we're, we're just get all this can we get a fall hey we got fall fall from the balcony did it Damn, got that one. Got, got all four. Boom. Roasted. Exclusive. Yeah, I wonder if it means anything that there's seasons on this. No, we should we should probably ask George what winter means. But the book's not out yet, so... Can't say for sure. Damn, I'm learning a lot on this. Did you know that... I don't even know what lyric this is related to, but um, it, there's like a... It talks about a Japanese phrase that's like used to reference... That's used as a reference in the song, even though this isn't one of the songs that has, like, Japanese lyrics in it. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's a Japanese phrase with no direct translation in English, which refers to the interplay with, between the light and the leaves when sunshine shines through trees. It's commonly used to refer to nostalgia and melancholic longing for a person far away. And it's Shit. it's Komo, Komorebi, which... Oh, what was it? Yeah, I think it's. I wonder. I don't. I'm sure that's not how you say it, but that's the only way my brain allows me to read this it. This motherfucker said Jemmy Rebby. Yeah, 
<laughs> we should really make more words, I feel like, in English. Like, our, our words or the English language? I, no, we're, we, we, me and you have made enough. I just feel like we're every good. time I hear <laughs> yeah. about, like, a loan word that, like, we don't have any, like, direct translation to, it's always, like, a really nice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, let's, I'll get English on the phone and see yeah. if we can, we can figure that one out. Um, yeah, if these, a lot of these songs would be very easy to give to, like, my class and be like, what does this mean? Yeah. About looking, like, what do, what image do, do the tree-lined street and the sunlight evoke yeah. for you? And then I just sit at my desk and go on YouTube and look up, like, cool knives. Like, yeah. <laughs> Of course, back when you were able to go into a class. I, on this Tuesday, I have to go into school and just, like, pick up shit that I left in the other teacher's desk, like my poopery. Yeah. And I don't even know what I'm going to be going into there. So. <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember that I'm, like, going back to school in August. It's kind of fun. Are you, like, going to be there? I mean, um, to any administrator who's listening to this, yes. Uh-huh, of course. <laughs> and- and I won't be suddenly afflicted with several illnesses, uh, probably mm-hmm. both fake and real. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, online instruction is more engaging than ever. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I might just have to be like, hey, students, welcome to my class. Today we're going to be using your computer to analyze the Red Wheelbarrow poem. Yeah. <laughs> I'll explain how this relates to public speaking later. All right, we're going to do the red wheelbarrow. We got the one about the plums. Um, uh, we got uh, we real be good cool. For like three weeks, That'll be good. Right? <laughs> um, I do. Okay, we mentioned before of being uh, the young age of twenty three. Yeah, and there is a lyric on this one about like writing it at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And God, that just cannot be me anymore. It's like twelve thirty, and I'm like, all right, let's start wrapping this shit up. The only, <laughs> the only time I write is, like, at 3 a.m., but it's, like, me and my Twitter drafts being, like, Ray Mysterio voice, Booyaka Booyaka 69. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing I got. Uh, yeah. Even, like, even when I was in the terrible, like, age of writing papers, it would be like, okay, I'm gonna wake up at super early tomorrow and start it, and then I wake up at, like, 10.30, I'm like, that's not the time I picked, and then I'll write a paragraph and be like, that's enough for now. And that's much less evocative than writing something at three in the morning. You get what that means. With me, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I kind of <laughs> did it, and then I stopped for a little, and then not for any real reason. I just decided to, and then I went somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. This whole album is she bends with the wind and he shifts like sand. I try to explain, but I'm not an eloquent man. Yeah, stretch that out for a full 30 minutes. Yeah. And you get very me at Maniac Creek. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next up we have I Don't Smoke. This fire burns always. Kill switch engage. <laughs> let's let's get this fire burns in Slap City. I'm, I mean, I don't have I'm it so surprised. Week. Yeah, me neither, but like it's I'm surprised it's not in there. I feel like we're both playing chicken, like waiting for the best time to drop it. Yeah, we I mean we did that with Judas Fozzy for like <laughs> for yeah. like a couple and, months. And to, to be, being fair, I always knew it I, it was always you who would have uh yeah, yeah, put yeah. that on there. I, I, I You had to let <laughs> me be brave. That. Yeah. <laughs> um can I give my no no offense, no um ill will towards Mitski. 
but I am very tired of the smoking metaphor in songs. Because it's, it's, it's about being addicted to sort of a love style relationship. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's just, that, maybe that's me being, uh, an angry old man. But. Well, that's the thing. You have a music podcast. You've listened to a lot of music. I've listened much to more than least, most people. I've listened to at least 50 albums in my life. So. <laughs> that's true. I'm getting pretty tired. I've probably still listened to a, like, a double digit number of albums in my life. Yeah. So you could could say we're experts. Yeah. Um, but that, that's a a nitpick though, Mm -hmm. because it, it, you, you get what it is immediately. You don't need to fucking, you, you could say, oh, this is like a, uh, uh, this is genius annotator voice. Um, it's like a cigarette because I, I, just for once, I want them to go, like not say the funny obvious thing of like uh i don't smoke is a song about how she doesn't smoke but the love is like it and i just want them to be like go off on like uh camel cigarettes uh yeah paid mitski just like some wild the michelin man was actually yeah can i can i offer did you just say the michelin man yeah that's his name (laughs) it's the marlboro (laughs) no the michelin man he's a big marshmallow guy yeah, we just wanted to bring him, bring him on here. The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man is the famous, uh, famous cigarette. The famous cigarette salesman. Yeah. <laughs> he says, smoke up, boys, as he <laughs> trundles down the street. Whatever. Listen to Words and Deeds if you want to hear Eddie mess up. Don't. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they'd have to pay for that. This is free, so. Yeah, isn't that just There's the There's a way? paywall behind me. <laughs> Um, can I offer sort of three oppositional responses to your, to your light, uh, Mitski criticism? Yeah, sure. Um, so this one is from, uh, genius user A, got me mm. shook in every way imaginable, plus 14. Mm-hmm. User Francis Forever says, I have shivers, why do all her words encompass my strongest emotions, plus seven. And mm-hmm. Emiko, this beat is crazy, plus seven. Emmy, go off, Emiko, go off! <laughs> all true. That's, that's, yeah, that was what I was looking for. They knew. Yeah. Genius users always know exactly. It really takes all kinds over here on Genius.com. Uh, I imagine just someone being like, where do I relate to fellow intellectuals? <laughs> I know. I will go to Genius.com. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and, and seeing right now uh, the front page Genius news about the baby and, like, the Trolls song by... By uh, fucking six nine and Nicki Minaj, great. Uh-huh. This is um, where the Brainiacs yeah. uh, learn it. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like pay attention to the beat until uh, Emiko said this beat is crazy. But mm-hmm. like this song really would be at home at a lo-fi hip hop beats to study to style playlist. Yeah, it, like again, it wasn't. I I just need some like gritty ass nasty guitars over anything you need Mitski to be singing to kanye west send it up yeah of course the one song famously (laughs) that did that um can can i be an asshole to to someone else a lot of these songs like musically and maybe even lyrically is like joyce manor could just do a worse version of this album Joyce Manor like, could do a worse version of any album. Yeah, like, it, it, take this and say it's by Joyce Manor, but it just, like, the singing is worse. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Mitski, Mitski could sing, tell me what you think about Kanye West. I think that he's, I think that he's good. I think he's the best. And I would be like, wow, this is really good. 
well, yeah, this is a g- genius response. Squizpillion, sensational, changed my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, Joyce Manor coming soon, probably in Fun Point Phase Two at some point. Yeah, probably. Um, you want to check in with the Patreon? Yeah. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones. Um, if you like, you can donate money to us. At one dollar a month, you get all of our podcast, including words and deeds that, I'm do- that I do with Brooks. It's about Metal Gear. We started Metal Gear Solid 4, and we understand it. We get it. And also, uh, Carry Me Home, that I do with producer Kim. Hello! That we need to do. Oh, shit. Yeah! We need to finish. We do need to finish funny. Let's do that tonight. Okay, we'll finish funny. Um, it's about Jim Carrey. Uh, I, I feel like I said movies in the past, but now various Jim Carrey vehicles. Mm-hmm. And since we're spending so much time on funny, we don't need to watch uh, dark crimes and dirty deeds or Yeah, Jim's blessing. Uh, $5 a month, you can request albums for us to talk about at Fun Point, like we're doing right now. And um, you get shout-outs at the end of episodes that we always remember to do. At $10, you get all that plus special user status in Discord, and we'll make a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling if you tell us how nasty you want that boy to look. Yeah. Um, We'll make we'll make Pumukul for you. It's fine. You you tell listen, you say I want Pumukul in Fire Pro Wrestling, I say give me a picture. And he's in there. Yeah, he's in. It's that it's that simple. Especially if you're like, I would like um Deku My Hero Academia in there, because then I could just say okay and download it from the Steam Workshop and I don't right. have to make it. <laughs> but we will use Pumukul face scan technology if needed. Yeah, I'm so fucking mad at that NBA 2K face scan it did of me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it made it made all the exposed areas of my face tomato red, and it took my beard as like this is your skin what it looks like. Yeah. So it, it was like the pattern was the same, but it just looked like skin. It was a fucking nightmare. Eddie, yes, were you able to change like the body shape? Yes. Did you? I were, made, you, were you accurate? I made myself super buff. Oh, so you were accurate? I, I think I think the body type I chose for my player was compact. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like built like a Ford. Yeah. Right? Sort of yeah, a, yeah. sort of a cruiserweight style point guard. Yeah. They're they're calling me the Ford Explorer of NBA <laughs> players. <laughs> You're the Ferrari with a tank engine. I'm I'm the fucking uh the Fiat 500 with, like, a shitty motorized scooter engine. hmm And you have to pull the string to start it. Um, anyway. Patreon.com slash Thrones. Next up, we have Jobless Monday. Bro, that's just Monday over the summer, am I right? That's just how it is. That's only that's teachers and- will un- Only teachers or people in a global pandemic will understand this one. Yeah, that's me in two weeks. Um, can I tell you an annoying thing that I thought every time I, I, cause she doesn't say it in the song but I see it on the track list and I think to myself it's just another jobless Monday yeah Mitski should have said that she should have said that <laughs> to that tune of that other song that yeah after really last funny. week we think we, there should be more covers in our albums in phase two yeah if but the cover it has to be like um you just have to cover like playground tunes yeah you have to um Mitski should have said, I don't care if Monday's blue, it's Monday, I'm no job. <laughs> no job, it's Monday. <laughs> That's it. We are Mitski problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, this, uh, like, I'm, 
you know, I'm the I'm that I'm the type of guy, a new type of guy approaching where I know a thing people like to do when they're sad is listening to sad songs. Right. But I don't do that. I just loop the intro to Painkiller over and over. <laughs> and then I start sweating because it's very fast. See, so, I'm the, and go uh, ahead. No, I, I was just I was just saying noises. You can <laughs> you Okay, know. cool, man. I'm just uh, as as you may know, I'm the opposite. I I love to um I love to spiral and I love I love to hear Mitsuki go take me out and then like the fucking synths kick in, the synth solo, the synth solo. And um <laughs> I hear that I hear that garage band type beat and I just I completely lose it. Yeah, if you have if you have traditional drums over the course of an album, then you switch to the electronic ones. Now you're now you're cooking. Yeah, when I hear like uh fucking guitar one going I'm immediate I'm I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> um more um can I sorry for just saying how I don't relate to any of this, but I still think it's good. Th- this is the, the a, a genuine um Eddie life story. Is any album that's like, "Oh, uh this is a uh, like he only loves me when there's a mean to an end." I he didn't you know, he this person didn't know me when we first met, and now I wish like we could go back to that in a way because you'll see the, the like bad sides of me. I've had one girlfriend and there right. <laughs> my whole life, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What you want to you want to tell the viewers about our new thing about this? Um. You can do it. So, uh, <laughs> Kim, the, the once... I mean, it was kind of like a personal thing, Eddie. I know, I was just showing how strong our relationship is. Okay. I'm not gonna do videos of it. Okay, good. Kim, Kim has been doing, like, foot exercises to, as she terms it, gain autonomy over her toes. <laughs> <laughs> and just try to, like, you know how you, like, can extend some one way and others? It's yeah, sure. It's a regular thing that people can do in their life, and I'm, they just... I'm building to something. They just have... They want to know more about their feet, so that's all. Yeah. It's, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just I'm I'm making a metaphor here, because in this song it's like oh you know he'll he'll know like my 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 problem, but we're here fucking ten years later doing foot autonomy and sending pictures of like look how I can bend this toe across the room. <laughs> See, that was one picture that I sent late at night. It was two, and one was normal lighting, and one was in night mode. So. <laughs> You had to see how the feet actually looked uh-huh. to see how strong my autonomous toes were. <laughs> we got autonomous toes here, folks. Anyway, yeah. what I'm saying is that's my that's my uh, my Animal Crossing name. Autonomous toes. Yeah, when I fly over to your island. Uh huh. Easy breezy, mama. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's my sorry. favorite. That's my favorite uh, famous Dutch painter. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, rip to everyone else, but we got autonomous toes. Yeah, yeah, we're over here at Fun Point Inc. doing the Joey Wheeler face throughout our entire twenties, being like one hundred percent my fucking girlfriend. It's it's true. Yeah, so, uh, I need. Uh, we we got to get um, a, a third co-host who has had many girlfriends. <laughs> we need a no GF correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, which celebrity would you invite to be a co? On fun point to to because they've had girlfriends. Oh, well, I'd want someone who would be a good fit most of all. But the two, the two, if you want to be on fun point, you have to be very famous and have lots of girlfriends at some point. So, 
Um, Aaron Paul I, showing up on the podcast and being like, I take responsibility I take for responsibility having no GF. For, for all of my GF. <laughs> black and white. It's just, it's all the all the celebs in a black and white thing, but they're making the no GF face yeah. in it to the best of their ability. And that's their fun point on this. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Our our Gal Gadot appearance is what gets Fun Point canceled. Very sad. Yeah, that that's enough. No no donations. Patreon canceled. Anyway, um, did we say anything about the song? Or did I talk about toes for like twenty minutes? Yeah, I think I think it was mostly that, but that's fine. Okay. I okay. wish I would have known. I would have gotten Kim like those like those toe shoes for her birthday. You want those toe shoes for your birthday? Like the water shoes? Yeah. Not the shoes, but the socks. Because then you could, like, discreetly <laughs> autonomize your toes without yeah. anyone knowing. You could, like, constantly be practicing. If I have my shoes or my socks. Your, your socks with toes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, see, before we move on from toes, can I just... Wa- can I share with you the sort of collective human experience that we all love to do, but nobody's talking about it? Mm-hmm. You know how when, like, you're walking through your house with, like, a pencil or something, and you drop the pencil, and you're like, I'm not bending over. Yeah, so I know just, where you're going with it. You just use your toes to pick it up, and you're like, I'm monkey. And you, yes. fucking, you, <laughs> you fucking love it. I, I've gotten very skilled at doing that with socks. Yeah, I, oh, oh, you whip that bad boy up right into your and hand? You, and, you, and you flip it up, exactly. You do, like, the, the soccer move, but with a sock? You Yeah, you go, like, behind the back with it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, sick. <laughs> Bro, we're a monkey. Bro, I'm monkey. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> Next up, we have Drunk Walk Home. Um, it, so, so, again, uh, see, this is what... <laughs> the fuck, I, I misremembered the, the lyric in this one, because it starts with, I will retire to the Salton Sea at the age of 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this... At the age of 23 implies not being 23 yet. Right. So that makes you true. Um, Because that sounds like a very good thing I'd like to do, but I'm too old now. Yeah, I love to talk about 23 in future tense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, On this one, Mitski has become lo-fi, which -hmm. is what I call it anytime uh, the mic gets too loud and it does that thing. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I think that like when old movies, like when like the protagonist would yell and it would be like, oh, I'm watching a movie. Yeah, you could just use throw the, like pepper that term in there, and you'll people. Yeah, that's what lo-fi is, and that's what mm. Mitski does in this album because mm. she she goes fuck you and your money very loud. That's good. I like that part. Yeah. Finally, something I can relate to <laughs> this album. Do you ever like walk home drunk and like as you're doing it, you're writing poetry about how the dark moves with every breath of the breeze? Yeah, dude. I, I always did that when I was That's not what it seems like to me most people like when they're walking home drunk, but uh-huh. I guess but, I but see they, the appeal if it lets you do that. Uh-huh. But then again, Mitski is on, like, Mitski is like the, um, you know when in Dragon Ball Z when, like, the villain is defeated and a new stronger villain appears with, like, unforeseen power levels? Mm. I feel like that's Mitski compared to, like, everyone else we <laughs> listen to on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Too powerful. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. I clicked on the the lyric you just you just told me. See the dark. Did you? I think every- we just had the exact same. Okay, let me let me lead you along. This yeah, time. yeah, tell yeah, me, yeah. We went the same way. 
So see the dark and moves with every breath of the breeze. Uh, this uh, genius contributor, someone annotated this one and starts their sentence uh-huh. with, like the fish who are poisoned in their home. What? The speaker is trapped in a world she feels is slowly killing her. What? Because it's like it's the I fucking love science thing where it's like it's um it's like the wide eyed um rage face from like 2008 and it's like bro what if we're what if oxygen is poison and it just takes 80 years to kill you on average nature is is we were the the virus all along nature is coming back so um uh, yeah dude don't (laughs) if you see a fish in their home do not poison them yeah um, I see, I took this, uh, t- so you're, you're talking about like, um, environmental, like fish in the rivers are like dying because of pollution. You're thinking of a sort of a goldfish style home. I was thinking of a fish like being in a little tank and it can't like survive long because it's, it's being poisoned by, by our water <laughs> that I get from the sink. It's the, it's the fluoride. It's closing its pineal exactly. gland and third eye. Um, someone... Another annotation, not not making fun of this one at all, but again, my very smart brain, it says, the dark Mitski is referring to could mean the ever-looming evil of this world. I'm like, yeah, sure. See, that makes sense. But it they they phrase it with the, quote, dark, quote, unquote, Mitski is referring to, and that just got me thinking about dark Mitski. See, like, that's what I thought you were talking about at first. Because I, oh. I was like, wait, did I miss like a Slim Shady style motif in this album? Uh, where it's like, where it's like after dusk, it's, it's Dark Mitski. Dark Mitski, yeah. Any, any, anything, anytime the, the speaker in these songs is talking about like darkness or like something like shifting or, or blowing in the wind, that's Dark Mitski's powers. Yeah. yeah. There is like the way that she uses like darkness on this album was really, it was really hitting when I was doing the notes for this album, like at 3 a.m. alone in my bedroom. Like mm-hmm. it was really like, Mm. Like, damn, it is really... Li- it. Sometimes you do just, like, look at the corner. You're right, Mitski. <laughs> um, next up we have I Will. Which is um, my favorite sci-fi movie that he put out in 2003. Fuck you. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. Yeah, me too. I, can't, I don't remember anything about it. Um, the robot being like, Mitski, can you write a symphony? And she's like, yeah, probably. He says, yes, I can. <laughs> And then the robot you. cries. The robot, the robot cried and got sad. Yeah. Um, Mitski has said in interviews that she wrote the song to be a love song, but she didn't have anyone to write it about. So she wrote it about the thing she wanted to hear from someone else. It's a, a love, a love song for yourself. It's simply nice. <laughs> but uh, that, that it is, there is that side, but then also the like SpongeBob at the diner image. Uh huh. Like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. I was, um, I was, uh, tactically ascertaining the time at which I kinetically listen to this song so that I don't have a sadness-style nighttime encounter when I hear, by the time you wake, I'll be brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Requesting a happy song, reconnaissance, right after this one. Uh, we're gonna need a strategic drop streetlight manifesto somewhere in the between ASAP. We gotta... We gotta change the, uh, the emotional, uh, energy in this, uh... Melancholy Moab has been dropped at my location... Yeah, we we need a, a a vehicle with treads to take us across this uh the sadness encounter uh over <laughs> a depression involved incident. Yeah. <laughs> it was really this is like a really it's it's really something. 
Uh, yeah, the, uh, the emotion involved incident happened after the, uh, depression was discharged, uh, from the, uh, the brainwaves, which, uh, sent, sent the listener into a, uh, a, Mits- a Mitski listening, uh, emotional state, which required, okay, got it, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mitski said there's no need to be brave, and I said real shit, and then I, uh, then I had a nighttime spiral. There's only one time you can be brave, and it was when you have nighttime spiral. Yeah. Hmm. But so, so in this, so Mitski wrote it. Here, we're gonna we're gonna dissect this. Okay, Mitski wrote it as like what she wanted someone to tell her. Sure, but yeah. now you're listening to it, and she's telling that to you. So I can be Mitski and sing it so to myself. You, exactly. I'm Mitski. You're yes. <laughs> we solved it. I'm Dark Mitski. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm beginning anyway, to that, feel like Dark that, That's my my uh, smaller Mitski theory. Uh, please uh-huh. <laughs> search online for it. Uh, there's a lot of text that confirms uh-huh. my theories. I am Mitski and pointing. Yeah. Um. Do you have more to say on this one? No. No. All right. It made me uh, sad. It's a good song. Carry, carry me out. Let's go. Um, Spring is back, baby. It's good again. It's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first, uh, this isn't so what, how I normally listen to Fun Point is I go through on first listen, just totally dry run, just listen to it yeah. by myself and say, oh, this is what I think. Then second listen, I go through with the genius, but I don't click the annotations. I just okay. like, read the lyrics. You fill them in in your own sort of mental genius mind. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, I, I know what the, so there's a line in here about, um, like headlights leading you down the sticks. Right. And I was like, damn, that's a weird band to reference here. <laughs> that's my genius. That's the river. <laughs> I know. But. That's pretty you know, good. Just being smart on my podcast, so. Yeah. Come sail away down the river sticks. It sounds fun. I'd like to do that. Um, but also, again, it's a, it's about driving at night, headlights, um, camera light. Yeah. My, my, uh, I have like four lights on my car's dashboard for the past three months, and I'm just like, well, I'll deal with that when I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I now, uh, respect to Tyler, um, mm-hmm. and his creations. Um, mm-hmm. sad driving songs are really good, I've discovered on Fun Point. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I really wish that I was, I was listening to this song, like, driving home on i4 at 3 a.m. because that yeah. would that would because it's really nighttime out there it it does it happens i sound like i'm making fun of the song but i'm not it's real <laughs> can i um so uh, i think i have more um more fuel for the dark mitski fire um can you go scroll down to the last verse and see what she says in there Okay, so she says, at night on the rooftop, I untie my hair, watch from my plastic chair, as my dark hair unleashes the night. So she becomes evil at nighttime. Um, so that's kind of confirmed. And fucking click, then click on the, uh, annotation for that. And tell me what someone decided they needed to go out of their way to tell us. Oh, just sort of like, um, statistics about Japanese people, huh? About, yeah, Mitsuki's hair, verified dark and nightlike. Like, yeah, dude! Just look at the picture. (laughs) Confirmed for having black hair. Good stuff. 
that's the, that's the genius I know. Exactly. That's the content I crave. Yeah, you give them an inch and they come back with that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I thank you for the Dark Mitski theory, but then you had to do me like this again, as yeah. always. Hmm. If you give a genius user an upvote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon to patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Um let's see, let's let's wrap this up. Unless you had anything uh, no, particularly pressing about for the last song. Last uh, the thing about Last Words of a Shooting Star is like so it opens up with this motif of like a, a plane crash and like the pilot is apologizing, which mm-hmm. I was really struck by because it's like, I, I'm sorry that I just like use the word evocative 800 fucking times anytime there's like an album with lyrics in it. But mm-hmm. like, it is like as, it's like really moving in this instance, mm-hmm. but it could, but it could also be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be the oh, premise- Oh, sorry! Oh, <laughs> Like, oh. It, like, the, what I'm saying is, like, it could be the premise for a Lonely Island song. It works either way very well. Yeah. But the fact that she manages to, like, that went under my radar, like, a couple of times, where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's not, that's not a very funny image. But yeah, then mm-hmm. it's just like, ah, oh, sorry guys, uh, put your, you know, just kind of a, a, a bumbling, a bumbling pilot. It's pretty fun. It's a kind of a funny image. Good night. Here's my, um, like how I'm relating to that one is um the pilot saying like oh shit sorry we're going to crash and fucking John Mulaney you know those days where you're like this might as well happen <laughs> like that's my right just oh shit all right well thanks dude <laughs> yeah um there's most of my notes on this one are just like it continuing to be impressed with like the way that she uses darkness in this album where she's like like a blood sniffing shark mm-hmm. where I would, it's just like are you winning, Mitski? Mm. But, like, in a good can, way. Yes, you are. Can I tell are. you another thing of this, like, very kind of, um, like, sad song t- reflecting on, like, your dying mo- Like, not reflecting, because, you know. But, like, setting this this tone of, like, your dying moments and thinking of all the things, like, you've done before that. and ha- Or how you could possibly one day die. And all I'm thinking about is the fucking Bender's funeral in Futurama. <laughs> Louder, <laughs> Louder and sadder. And sadder. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a funny scene. <laughs> it's good. It's what I use to talk about heightening in like improv when I'm teaching that when I'm teaching like heightening to people. Uh-huh. Um, um but, uh, so, uh, can I just shout shout something out in the song? It's like, yeah, this like whole scene of like uh, th- these moments like your mo- brief seconds before death and realizing that like there's nothing you can do and just reflecting back on things. Did you know the Liberty Bell is a replica? <laughs> Yeah, that, so <laughs> I had this fun fact. Now I know you're you're sort of more proximal to the Liberty Bell than me. Did you know that? I didn't. I learned something. Me neither. And the uh, thing is, uh, now we've 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 gone sort of hot and cold on the the genius annotators on this episode. Um, this one has the first uh, genius annotation to ever move me after 51 episodes, and it might have just yes. been that it was 3 a.m. But uh-huh. like, as like in the explanation of like, did you know the Liberty Bell was a replica? It talks mm-hmm. about like how like the music. It's like the Liberty Bell's music is what cracked it. So mm-hmm. it made music. It cracked, and then they took it down. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, ow, ah, ouch, oof. And I was like, damn, Mitski, you're making the annotations moving. Uh huh. <laughs> That was Mitsuki on like an alt account. Yeah, it's like the it's like that one like image of like the fucking vending machine that's like the light inside no longer works, but I still do or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, damn, Mitsuki. Uh, um, 
also just for for me being stupid. This is what um again, not not a negative comment or positive, I guess, but like this is what I expect a last tr- track on an album to sound like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like because it ends with her saying goodbye. It ends well, that does help when you just say goodbye, thank you for listening to my album. Yeah. Um but in terms of like the acoustic kind of, you know, slow song. Mm-hmm. Right, we're not going out with a with a banger, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, if if you did that, I'd be like, "Damn, this is revolutionary." <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, it's good. I, I like it. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Um, so thank you, uh, Walt. I hope it's Walt because I've said that like three times already. Yeah. Um. Do you have the, uh, you love to hear Twitter open at all? Um, you know, uh, as by the end of the sentence, yes. Okay, because we got some image-related, uh... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...asks for this week. We do these first, right? Um, it's whatever. All right, let's do questions first at you love to hear it. Yeah, it's phase two. Let's go. Phase two. We post the day before we record, which is... So the questions usually go up on Friday. Um, to start with not a, um, image-related one, from, uh, Nero, All Cops Are Bastards, Black Lives Matter, Dragon Smoocher on Twitter, it's 2014, and you are struck with the urge to make an AMV of a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood with a Mitski song. Which song do you choose, and what is the AMV subject? It's 2020, and I'm struck with that urge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I don't have a full, like... The easiest, uh, <laughs> the easiest pull is Nobody, and it's about Alphonse. Okay. But, um, <laughs> because I don't know other Mitski songs, I'll have to, uh, like, constrain myself within this album. I feel like this is a very Reza Hawkeye-style album. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like Townie would work quite well. Yes. Like, as, like, the chorus hits, like, as she's multi-track drifting with her hair down. Yeah, that would be sick. That'd be pretty sick. Uh-huh. Um, now, what if it was what if it was Miss Winry Rockbell and it was I don't smoke talking about how she you know she simply okay. likes she simply likes this boy who's an asshole. Yeah, I and she also okay. doesn't smoke. She also does not smoke. Um, just shifting it. Last words of a shooting star, but it's uh, Joseph Joestar. Okay. <laughs> airplane airplane problems. Anyway. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, next up from Neve Noel. Do you see this one at, from friends of the show Nickel Wolf on Twitter? Yeah, I do. Are there any artists you're glad to have known about before they got super huge? Also, Chad Nickelback voice. Look at this map! (laughs) Um, so first, my answer to this will always be the Gaslight Anthem, because I saw them with, like, 20 people at some bar. And I was like, Mm -hmm. this band's going places! yeah. And then they were my favorite I am. for most of my adult life, so. Uh, my my annoying answer is that, like, I got into Childish Gambino when he only put out mixtapes. And it was, like, mm-hmm. back, like, when it was, like, hey, did you know that the guy from Community does music also? Instead of, like, hey, did you know that Childish Gambino used to do acting? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's um, always, like, it's, like, oh, it's... I'm looking. I'm looking at the map now, and it's very funny. I'd like to. I'm like. All, I know what it, where I'm directed to look, but I'm also trying to find other like tricks 
like if you just have like long Massachusetts or something. But yeah. it's um a map of uh United States of America and Louisiana kinda extends all the way down <laughs> the southeastern sort coast of, of Texas. Uh, boxing out Texas from the Gulf. It's Making funny. Texas a landlocked state, as is uh canon on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh we we have a, a follow up here from Michael on Twitter. Speaking as a Texas, it might be as w- it might as well be landlocked because nobody goes to the coast except spring breakers and oil refineries. Speaking as someone with depression, this album hits, huh? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. God's with the one two on that ask. I yeah. wasn't expecting, <laughs> expecting it to go there, but yeah, not yeah. wrong. I do I do know that nobody uh lives around Corpus Christi, Texas because I only know that because anytime a wrestling show goes there it has like the most low energy audience possible. Mm-hmm. Remember audiences back when we used to have audiences. Sure. Um it would always be like, "Oh fuck, Raw is in Corpus Christi this week. I hope everybody likes watching wrestling in silence." Mm-hmm. Um let's can, can we um examine K's ask? Yeah, do you dude. pull that one up? Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. All right, you want to take us away with this one? This seems to be your, uh, well, both of us, but. I think most, we're both in, yeah, but sure. So, there, um, there's, you get two, I get one, and then there's one for, for nobody at all, so. <laughs> mm. Okay, so this one's from Friend of the Show K, who says, I no longer know how genuine these are, oh well. <laughs> and, um, it's sort of images from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, various parts. Um, the first one is, um, one word from you, and I would jump off this ledge I'm on, and mm-hmm. it's sort of Caesar, um, ass out, sort of. Caesar, I was gonna say, Caesar got the cheeks in this one. <laughs> he's, he's got the star platinums. Uh-huh. Um, sort of running away from Joseph sort of the last time they hung out, which I mm-hmm. think is, uh, much to think about. Mm-hmm. And then, is the, are you claiming the next one? <laughs> no, mine is the third one. Okay, because the next one, yeah, is sort of um, donut-style calculate. Yeah, I'm relieved that I left my room tidy goodbye. Which is which is very him, because he would he does like to clean his room, and he likes mm-hmm. to have no friends. Um, next up is a character I enjoy in a in a quite a big a predicament. Um, that was very harsh for them. <laughs> He's having problems. He's having he was he is this tricked. Also, I forgot I skipped over this when we were talking about it. Uh, the lyric here is "We're not out of the tunnel." I bet you thought. I bet you though there's an end. Um, you know who that else? Sounds, is? That seems like our little boy who lives exactly. In the we forgot to talk about Salim, but that's a different um, podcast. Uh, yeah. Last one, I'll take it. It's I look up at the gaps <laughs> of sunlight. I miss you more than anything, and this is uh, for some reason pasted over a character that no one remembers or cares about. So, <laughs> um, um, that yeah. this one's about Narancho, which is weird because Narancho's not in the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you just should have all of our other friends here having a good time. It, it's fun. No, the Narancho one is him holding up the math equation and it says Texas is a landlocked state. Alright. Love Narancho, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, all Kay. Time. Thank you, Narancho. Thank you, Caesar. Um, can you take uh, Ducky Aisha's question? Because I don't know how to say any of this. Well, I don't either. It's been... But okay. let's do it. Um, okay, okay, so this is from friend and mod of the show, Ducky Aisha. <laughs> Essay question. Mm-hmm. Is is Mitski the Sulpicia? Sulpicia? Mm-hmm. To the antlers Propertius? Propertius? I think it's Propertius, I think. That's question? probably closer, because they don't like soft vowels over in um, Latin language. Yeah. 
I Latin, didn't I'm you like say long. you like took a Latin class or something? Yeah, I got a fucking Latin scholarship in college. <laughs> I have no familiarity with this this dead language at all. So anytime it's it's like unfortunately we we um didn't have the script spelling bee this year, but anytime they're like uh like language of origin and the the guy says Latin, I'm like fuck this, I'm out. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to try- give me Greek, I can get that shit. Sure, but no, couldn't be me. Well, I, I'm um, gonna have to study more. Sulpicia is believed Mm -hmm. by some to have been the author of six short poems. Mm -hmm. And Mitski has um, ten. So Mm, Yes, okay. That's pretty close. Yeah. The thing is, when I first read this question, uh, (laughs) I thought Ducky Aisha was saying easy question. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You gotta be an idiot not to know this. So anyway... We just just need to expand our brains and we'll get back to this one. Here's where he starts trying to trick you. Yeah. Um, all right, we're, we're, we're getting on in the, the length of this one. So let's move on. Yeah, to, we don't want, uh, we don't want to approach Aaron Carter levels of recording. Exactly. Uh, let's hit up Slap City. This is, um, our playlist that we make where we just, we, we try to have a theme, but we usually just end up picking songs that we like. And I'm going to do that this week. Uh, you're up okay. first. Um, let me go to my Slap Futures secret thing mm-hmm. where I have open that, songs. open that notes document on your phone and see. Yeah. So, um, I'm, uh, yeah, mine's, mine's not really related, um, but it's, you know, it's Calvin Ball. Um, I'm gonna pick, uh, Always Been But Never Dreamed by the band Hydelic, H-Y-D-E-L-I-C. Ooh, are, okay, we, we were fucking synced up this week. Oh, yeah? Uh, yes, yes, okay, because I saw this. I don't know what this song sounds like, but I know it has to be, like, my pick in some way. Because this is, it's from the soundtrack of Famous Game that recently released their soundtrack on Spotify, Tetris Effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really good song. To, yeah. It was really uh, hard to, the last two weeks I've been like, which Tetris Effect song am I putting on Spotify? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, let me uh, scroll on over to mine. Um... Be, the reason I'm picking this is because I'm like, I need more, um, instrumental shit to blast into my ears. Sure. Well, and this is so, because of noises in the house, I'm like, I'm gonna take a fucking nap and listen to something to put me to sleep. And this is what I choose to listen to to calm me down and help me drift off into dreamland. Yeah. Um, I am, I remembered that this band existed and my eyes shot open like Patrick, like yours did. Sure. Um, I'm going to pick Planet by the band Anamanaguchi. I've heard of them. Uh, this song whips ass, and it makes me feel like, I mean, it, it kind of feels like an underwater level. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's how I imagine it. <laughs> like, you're in, you're in a secret um, underwater city, and yeah. that's how I feel about it. I love so. opening Slap City and hearing, you know, it's the fighting freak Knuckles, and we're at Pumpkin <laughs> Hill. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's my pick. Uh, speaking of your pick. Speaking of picks, yeah. Speaking I, of Eddie's choice. So, I here I am. I'm holding the, your scales of judgment and deciding. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoa, what's that I, up there? Is, is that the freaking sword of Damocles hanging over my head? Why is Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker one of my recent searches? He must have had a joke about that or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm, I'm trying to decide if I should get you back for last week or if I should start... Um, my phase two with the, the kind of intended, uh, you know, idea of enhancing right. my musical tastes as well. Carry out your sort of intention. Uh-huh. It's um, a tough call. 
Yeah, I think I think what I'm going to do is since it's my first pick in phase two, I should probably try to live up to my um, my morals. Yeah, <laughs> do it beliefs. once. But that that sword of uh, Damocles, otherwise known as sword of in the court of the Crimson King, is constantly oh, yeah? hanging over your head. So just remember that. <laughs> um, I'm this. This is a band that I like. Always say I want to listen. To, to, to more of this and i know like a couple songs and played one on rock band and said this is fun and then just never um pursued more because i'm very old mm-hmm. so next up on fun point we will be talking about the 2015 self-titled album from saint vincent hey yeah i remember saint vincent from tumblr too oh okay so we're, we're this is kind of a yeah this album's from 2015 so yeah. i feel like that was prime I didn't know which one to pick, so sorry if you're, like, a big St. Vincent head and I didn't pick, like, the good one. I just know that um, Birth in Reverse is on this one, and that's fun to play on rock band drums. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my uh, my choice. I don't really know any anything about St. Vincent other than, like, um, there's that there's that one gif of, of St. Vincent, like, saying I love you, and everybody on Tumblr would reblog it all the time. Um... I, the, the other one thing I know about St. Vincent is, this is, this is definitely something to say of a band that I've barely listened to, but from what I've heard, like, if I was in a band, I fucking love this, like, fuzzy, nasty guitar tone, and I'm like, I need that uh-huh. for me. It just sounds so sick. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the, oh, it looks like, I can't tell, um, if, like, cause this says deluxe edition on, uh, oh. Spotify, so I don't know where, like, the canon self-titled album ends and where like the deluxe songs begin but we'll uh figure that out Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm I'm opening i'm opening my mind to to new new artists that i haven't heard before that's my goal let's do it yeah all right well uh thanks for listening oh wait i i remembered the thing we always forget not in phase t- two. We always remember. We always remember. We're we're uh, we're batting a thousand in phase two. Uh, let me tab over to the uh, patron relationship manager, and Please. before I start this, let me take a big sip of water. Yeah, let me take mm-hmm. a sip of my simply limeade real quick. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I just water. So you know, usually as I um try to tab over and click, I'm just going to say words. It's it's going to be a nice, you know, in the 70s for the next week here. So any podcasting we got to do, let's pack into the next four days. Sounds uh, good to me. So, so I can uh, live without sweating to death. Okay. Uh, thank you to all of our uh, best friend. What is it called? I should know this. Best friend of the show tier patrons. And they are. Here we go. Ziva. Sophie Estrogen Liker. Silvery Air. Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby. Leaf Crunch, Ducky Aisha, Barrier Trio, Beam, Yupka, Walt, Valerie W. Let me click. Oh, I feel like this is a different order, but this is just how it decided to show it to me today. Yeah, it sometimes it tricks you. You got to stay on your toes for the funny voices, then. That's true. Tufster McGee, Sylvie McAvoy, Stephanie Ruff, Sarah McClintock, Ryan Lester, Rolliet, Rolly, R, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Ognian Kalu. Sorry, I know you said it last week. Help me out with this one. Kalalifer. Oh, Kalalifer, thank you. I'll, that, listen, that was my first try. I get one. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Nick Jagged. Uh, Nicholas Tartaglione. Ugh. Do you think Nicholas Tartaglione knows Joey Baloney? <laughs> <laughs> they must. It's just a hunch. 
Neve Noel Williams, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jen, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Kay Darling, Janos Capuvari, Hex of Lexi, Hecabee, Emily Vanderwolf, Edard Stoink, <laughs> Dr. B. Dandy, Derek, Great Big Sword, Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Burgermeister, Brian Randall, Breakfast, Black Hayate is a very good boy. I had to click on that one to expand it. Yeah, thanks, Patreon. Audrey, Audrey Olson, Anna XV, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Roy, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Rain Raven, Patrick Gallagher, Matt Ribeiro. Let's say Matt Ribeiro... I feel like we're, we were mean to Matt last time, because everyone got a normal voice. And Matt had, like, a muse under the truck voice. So let's just say Matt Ribeiro in the, like, most plain... And un- sort of NPR style. Unaffected Happy Weed Minute voice we Happy possibly Weed can. Minute. Okay? Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Matt Ribeiro. Matt Ribeiro. Josh Veal! Sorry, I had to, like, <laughs> rebound from that one. Gigantic Larry, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Roxas of Oblivion, and Alex Schauf. Thank you. Thanks. I think I think it just so the way I sorted this, it must have it did it by the tiers, but it did like reverse alphabetical. It went mm. from like Z to A for each tier. It's good so, to keep it's good to keep you on your toes, you know. Ex- exactly, yeah. Um, thanks to our patrons. Thank you, Mitski. Thank you, Tetris Effect. Thank you, um, VR Zone or whatever. Yeah. Did we talk about before? Is that on the show? No. <laughs> All right, well, thanks to the VR Zone where you can play poker. Yeah, um, it's a fun game. Thanks to the guy I played NBA 2K with on my team who had, like, a huge yellow afro and just missed every one of his shots directly under the rim. Uh, um, thanks to the 25-foot Ethernet cable that I'm about to go by so that I stop dropping uh, Madden games online. Thanks to Kim's Villagers. Thank you, Darwin. Thank you, Agnes. Thank you, Rudy. Um... Thank you, thank you, thank you, all the actors in the final few episodes of Kidding. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Judy thank Greer, underappreciated. Judy Greer, great, great job in that. She's show. fucking everywhere, and she gets no credit. Exactly. We need more Judy Greer content. Um. Thank you, uh, Mr. Pickleson. Thanks, thank Ocelot. you. Thank you. Thank you. Not get out. out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, it's time to give us some reggae. We'll see you soon with Funny on on Patreon. Yeah. Um, soon, TM, when we remember that we, we, because you have, you have to get in the mindset of a Karami home host is you, you, for all these months, for over a year, you've been watching one singular Jim Carrey, you know, motion video project and you say, I'm done now. Right. So this is very jarring for our, our typical line of work, but we're, we're, we'll get it to you. Yeah. You can't immediately throw it in the garbage mentally. <laughs> Um, also stay tuned, uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna double up this month for, uh, Words and Deeds, so. Because, yeah. because we already watched more where Raiden is there and Vamp is there and fucking Big Mom is there and everything, so. Yeah, that'll be soon. Anyway, um, Semper Funny. Uh, listen well, human. No, that's the other one! <laughs> okay, oh yeah, you got me. Ah, listen, trick, tricked again! Tricked again. Listen well, listen well... To me, human. Aaron on the highway. He's driving by zooming. Uh. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>